Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Hey, Mark. So this is my audition for the new intro that's going to go along with your brand new time slot. Ready? <clears throat> Never been so addicted to a show between 12 and 3. Let me know if I get the part. That was, that was pretty. You definitely get a call back, dude. That was really... That was that was pretty that was pretty silly. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate. I really appreciate that, and I appreciate uh, people having the the uh, the wherewithal and the foresight to know that all this great imaging we have that talks about the Mark K show ten to two, all this work we put in branding the show ten to two, everything that we've we've worked so hard it just goes down the tubes now, and we've got to start from scratch. Everything needs to be new. Um, and we're and we're all and you guys are doing great. If you want to send us an open mic, by the way, uh, you know, mentioning the new show, the new time slot, talking about Rush Limbaugh, whatever. We're busy working on all new uh, on all new imaging elements, or they call them, or branding for the show. Because if you missed the big announcement yesterday, starting Monday, we will be moving noon to three o'clock, and we're calling it noon, right? It's not twelve to three; it's noon, noon to three, right? That's what the cool kids say. Yeah, is that the official? Twelve p.m. works. Twelve p.m. All right, Grandpa. Oh, no, noon. Sorry, no, noon. Yeah. Grandpa, I thought we were just naming options. No, no it's, noon is correct. Well, you should figure this out now. We should figure it should be the Mark K show noon to three. Yeah. Is that what we're going oh, with? Oh yeah, noon to three. Noon okay, to perfect. Three. All right, noon to three. So that's what we're starting on March the twenty second. That is, uh, that Ooh. is next Monday. Also, some people and I got confused myself because we've you know I've been talking to Rich Jones. He's been having me on the news. People have been emailing and stuff. Um, we do have the new studio. The new studio will not be ready. Until two weeks from yesterday. So we have Monday, we start the new time slot, noon to three. Noon to three. We'll still be here in this studio. The following week, we will be in our new studio. Was that I, knocking on wood? Me knocking on, well, Not some kind really. of, it's like a linoleum <laughs> product, whatever. Uh, whatever but in the, we'll be in the new studio then um, in two weeks from, or yes, or a week from Monday, which would be the 29th, we think. And then the following Monday, I'm going to be on vacation. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. Spring break. It was a poorly. We didn't. I, we didn't know this whole transition was going to happen when we planned our vacation exactly. for the year. So yeah, I got to take my kids on. But then we'll be back April the 12th with the new time slot. April the noonth. April the noonth. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> April the noonth, and that'll be in the new time slot with the new studio. And uh, I'll bring you guys noonth some souvenirs from uh, from my trip. So it'll be a lot of fun. What'd you say? Is Nuth the ninth? No, it's the twelfth. Never mind. Josh, put your phone inside. Never mind. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. And if you want to leave us an open mic message, by all, we're collecting a whole bunch of great open mic messages from people uh, that have you know. And you don't. It doesn't have to be praiseworthy. You don't have to just send us a message saying great job. You know, you, a, a a plus. Mark K, congratulations on the new time slot, brother. You deserve it, man. Yeah, they don't all have to be that. Some, maybe you don't like that we're moving. Maybe you're upset. Maybe you think that we're like, for example, when we started this show, we got this open mic message, which we probably played more than any other. Okay, you've had Mark K on the radio now for a couple months. 
The show sucks. Anything at all that gets a laugh. <laughs> Anything at all that gets a laugh. This is another one of my old favorites. The current discussion is really below WKOV programming. Yeah, which is funny because it's WOKV, not KOV, which is the first part that we, uh, we get entertainment value from. But also, we, we strive to be below standards. So that was really that was really a big win for us. Anyway, it's up to you guys. Let your creativity flow. Download the app and send us an open mic message so we can use it uh, when we move once again to our noon slime noon to three time slot. Uh, that old slime slot. Next one, the old slime slot. <laughs> it's like Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, so there is a lot of man, there's a lot of news going on today, and I don't even know I don't even know where to begin. I, w- probably we should begin with um, gosh, probably we should be- begin with the Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. That's what we know from the Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. That was the uh, that was the header that they adopted during Donald Trump's administration because they accused him of accusing them of being fake news and they wanted to play that up. Well, Apparently, democracy does die in darkness, and nobody is snuffing out candles faster than the Washington Post. They had to print a correction, if you will, which they call it a correction. I like to call it an uh, an admission of guilt, an admission of wrongdoing. I like to call it them knowingly reporting a falsehood and then going back to correct it after it no longer affects anybody. Donald Trump's out of office. We, you know, we lied about him when he was running for re-election. We lied about him when he was trying to battle the uh, the election results. Now that he's out of office, now that Joe Biden's been president for fifty some odd days, we can go back and let everybody know that we lied, and that way we can retain a little bit of uh, journalistic integrity. This all is in regard to the Trump Georgia story. Um, you remember the the audio apparently that the media they they grabbed hold of it was a phone call between Brad Raffensperger, the Attorney General of Georgia, and Donald Trump, who was very upset with how the Georgia election results turned out. And the uh, the the Washington Post basically misquoted, but disgustingly misquoted Donald Trump, the president. And now yesterday they finally, finally printed a retraction. Here's what they wrote in a story. January 9th. Keep in mind, this is now March 15th, a good two and a half months almost after they printed it the first time in a story. January 9th, 2021, about a phone call. Between then-President Donald Trump and a lead Georgia elections investigator, the Associated Press, based on information provided by a source, erroneously reported that Trump pressed the investigator to, quote, find the fraud, end quote, and said it would make the investigator a national hero. A recording of the call made public two months later revealed that Trump did not say Either and instead said that if the investigator looked into Fulton County, the investigator would, quote, find things that are going to be unbelievable. End quote. Trump also told the investigator, quote, when the right answer comes out, you'll be praised. End quote. And they finally, now that they've heard the phone call, realize that they misquoted uh, Donald Trump, the president of the United States, and made him look a lot. I mean, talk, you want to talk about a misquote. This is one of the things that a lot of legislators, a lot of Congress people, mostly Democrats, up and not all. This is one of the things that they hung their hat on when they started attacking Donald Trump and throwing forward the second failed round of impeachment articles. It wasn't just what happened January 6th, but they were heaping on a whole bunch of stuff. Donald Trump, he incited. 
incited an insurrection. He went out there. He told everyone to march down to the Capitol building and bust in the windows and blah, blah, blah. Also, Donald Trump, you know what he tried to do? He tried to get the attorney general of Georgia to find votes and to sway the election and figure out what was going on. And he was put he was he was pushing an elected official into wrongdoing. The guy's the worst person in the world. He's got to be impeached yet again. And that was one of the big they had this whole whole basis of lies now that we know about that they were charging Donald Trump with. And that's why they were able to force through these second articles of impeachment, which once again failed, failed in the Senate. And Donald Trump still innocent of all the wrongdoing he's been accused of for the last four and a half years. So the Washington Post finally admitting it. But I'll tell you, this is a big story when you have a paper that is that used to be used to be the kind of paper that was worried about journalistic integrity and getting the story right, that used to have reporters who actually went out and, and you know, didn't just create stories out of thin air, but actually went out and reported the facts. And if they didn't know the facts, they found them out first. You know, the Washington Post used to do a lot of good. Now it's owned by a Silicon Valley tycoon, Jeff Bezos from Amazon, who hates Donald Trump. We know he hates Donald Trump. He's come out and said, I hate Donald Trump. I mean, not in so many words, uh, but we've got this Silicon Valley tycoon and Donald Trump has had Amazon and has had Jeff Bezos in his crosshairs his entire time in office. I mean, this is a guy, don't forget, who took Parler down off of the Internet. Sure, they were booted out of the Apple App Store and they were booted out of the Google Play Store. But but he basically revoked their web access and said, I'm not even going to let you exist on the Internet. That was Jeff Bezos. That was the same guy who owns the Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness. And it's it's true. Democracy dies in darkness because the Washington Post turns off the lights and stabs it repeatedly in the back with a with a ballpoint pen. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Then you turn the lights. Who killed democracy in the Washington Post? All like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyone seen my pen? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Listen, we got to take a quick break. There's more. We have a whole bunch of stories from the uh, from the woke folk today. We talked a little bit about the woke folk yesterday. There's even more wokeness erupting all over the country. And uh, and we're on it. You know, we're we're doing our best to fight back. And we're not the only ones. Thank God. Uh, I know that you're in you're involved in that. Um, you're involved in that battle, too. We'll get to all that. We've got a ton of mail today for mail time. A ton of your phone calls. Open mics coming in fast and furiously. This is the Marque Show. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. I'm getting lots of open mic messages. Some are uh, in, you know, in song. Tune in your radio to hear Mark K. He'll soon be on the air from 12 to 3 every day, delivering his brand of humor with the news. So try his best to fill his big shoes. Rush Limbaugh's, that is, the king of conservatism. Hopefully the next thing you know, you'll hear him near and far. Anywhere you drive, you can hear him in your car. Irritating liberals and driving dims mad, using common sense like your wise granddad. You know, the smart one, not the one like Joe Biden. <laughs> That was great. That was really good. That was really. I may just play open mics for the rest of the show. 855-765-1045. Charles in Brooklyn. Hi, Charles. How are you? Thanks so much for calling. Charles? Yes. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up, man? What do you want to say? Okay. Basically, I started uh, with Facebook, and I seen your post, and you remind me of Rush. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, also, uh, Terrence Williams here, because you're funny. You're both. Well, thank you. Russia. Yeah, great. I love it. Oh, I'll take it. I love both those yeah. guys, Terrence well, Williams and Russia. On, you know, they have now Rush, uh, all people filling in. I would love you to be on there one day. 
On where? Rest on that Oh, yeah, no, I know. Well, listen, we're going to start in that time slot next week, Monday. Yeah, I just heard that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Charles, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And we do, you know, much like Terrence Williams, we're all we're all over the Internet, too. So you could uh, you could definitely you could definitely catch us there. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Dave in Arlington. What's up, Dave? How are you? Hey, Mark. Thanks for having uh, having the show. Um, uh, congratulations on, uh, you know, the extra hour. I think you deserve it. Oh, thank you. I was calling the guy telling you that. uh I didn't like you at first. I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't like the show. I was like, when you first came on, I was like, oh, my God, you know. But <laughs> yeah, I, I understand you that. Mind. You changed my mind completely. Now I, I listen every day. I, I'm in charge of the radio here at the shop where I work, so everybody listens to you. Oh, great. And, uh, well, we, we anyway, thank you. Uh, thank you. What shop is it, by the way? Well, uh, we rebuild appliances. Oh, uh, nice. So okay, good. Yeah. And can I do one other thing? Today's my wife's birthday. I want to shout out to her. Happy birthday, honey. Oh, absolutely. Is she listening? Because if she's not listening, it's kind of pointless. Oh, okay. Good. All right. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. Happy birthday to your wife, Dave. And Dave, thank you so much. And you're, you're right. I'm at first, I can be really annoying. A lot of people don't like me. Uh, but I, but eventually, you know, hopefully it's like a cheap beer. You know, when you have your first sip of really cheap beer when you're a teenager, you go, Oh, that's, Oh, that's disgusting. I'm never, wow. How do people drink that? Oh. And then eventually you go to a party and there's only beer there. So you drink it again. And then the next thing you know, you're like you're like hanging outside the liquor store, getting you know waiting for a 21 year old to come by so that they can buy you that cheap beer, and uh, and the rest is history. That's what it, we're like cheap beer. You know, you, the first sip you're gonna spit us out. We're like Paps. But uh, but after the, yeah, poor Paps Blue Ribbon. That's exactly <laughs> what PBRs. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Debbie's in New Jersey. Hi Debbie, how are you? Um, great. How are you? Oh, really good, Debbie. Thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. What did you want to say today? I, I'm, I'm very appreciative of what you're doing, and um, I've been trying to get out to these these two these two, these two independent journalists um, in um, in Mexico. Um, one is Oscar L. Blue from Tijuana, and the other one is Ben Berquam. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. What did, What are you trying to say to them? I'm trying to tell them that mainstream media needs to needs to hear from them so everybody in America and around the globe can know exactly what's going on. They're, they cover they've been uncovering things that I I, I am so shocked. And yeah. it's, it's the raw the raw truth of exactly how the cartel is doing what they're doing and who's responsible. They even had they even had coverage of going over, they traveled over to a, a spot at the border. Yeah, yeah, David. Listen, we got to take a quick break, but you're, there's a lot of great media, uh, you know, independent media, conservative media, media that is picking up where the Washington Post has abandoned their post and uh, and reporting the truth from the inside Mexico, inside the cartels here in the United States. We're trying to do the same thing as well. Uh, but thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 is our number, 855-765-1045. Got to take a quick break. When we get back, there's more going on in the world. I believe that the woke folk, <clears throat> pardon me, are slowly getting beaten back, which is uh, which is great news for everybody. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show on the way. The Marque Show ain't noise pollution. The Marque Show ain't gonna die. The Marquee Show from 12 to 3. The Marquee Show is right for me. 
awesome. I love that. Also, the best thing about us having our own studio is we won't hear three in the middle of our open mic messages. Three. three. No, see, we won't hear that anymore. So that hopefully, like, hopefully this is the last week for that kind of thing. One. Okay, that's fine. That's, you had your fun. You had your fun. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying there's not going to be any mistakes. I'm just saying hopefully there'll be fewer. Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about the world around us and the end of wokeness and COVID nineteen maybe finally coming uh, coming under some kind of control. There was a big announcement, and we're here in Jacksonville, and this is and this made national news. But this was one of the top stories on the Drudge Report, which I try to avoid because I don't like the direction they've taken in the past couple of years. But it's almost impossible to avoid. Um, and and this was this was a headline about an event that's happening literally down the street from our studios. And we're very excited about it. Listen carefully to Dana White from the UFC. UFC 261 on April 24th will be in Jacksonville, Florida with a full house of fans. Full capacity, 15,000 fans. And I just want to say thank you, Jacksonville. I love you guys. And we will see you soon. April 24th, the UFC is going to host an event here in Jacksonville at 100% capacity. Now, as far as I know, and I could be wrong because I've done no research on this, as far as I know, this is the first major sporting event in the last year to be at full capacity. Last year, you remember at this time, they canceled March Madness. They didn't even have the NCAA tournament. The Players' Championship was canceled after two days or one and a half days, really. And this past year, they held it at 20% capacity, maybe 25 I don't know, Josh was there. Was it 20% capacity? Just yeah, 20% capacity yeah, 20, for the players. Yep. 20% capacity. We know that going forward, I don't believe the Masters is going to be at full capacity next month. Um, I, I know that football games, the Super Bowl, which happened in February, was at, I want to say, 30% capacity. So this is exciting. This is the first major sporting event to be held in an inside arena, the Star Veterans Memorial Arena, at 100% capacity. And the mayor here in Jacksonville and the governor and, and Dana White, the head of the UFC, very excited about it. I mean, Dana White, like, there's very little that Dana White's not excited about. That guy wakes up screaming like, good morning, everybody. Let's get some coffee on the air. 15,000 fans. And I just want to say thank you, Jacksonville. I love you guys. And we will see you soon. Yeah, he's the most excited guy I've ever met. And uh, anyway, so so this is a this is big news. This could be the end of COVID restrictions on a lot of venues, which is ironic because just last week Joe Biden said maybe if we continue to wear masks and maybe if we're good, we could maybe have a small barbecue on July fourth. Well, Dana White, who also happens to be a Trump supporter, I think is doing this number one because he wants to make money, number two because he wants to please his fans, and number three because he wants to show. Biden, we're not waiting for July 4th to have a small barbecue. On April 24th, we're going to come back with 15,000 people to watch uh, watch the UFC octagon battles. One, two, three. It's going to be it's going to be very exciting. So we could be coming out of the tail end of these types of events. I was watching the Grammys the other day, and by watching the Grammys, I mean that it was someone in my house was watching the Grammys, and I was just too tired and lazy to get up and change the channel. So I was watching the Grammys, and I was thinking to myself, because they still, oh, they didn't have any fans there. Nobody was at the Staples Center watching. Everybody had to watch from home. And I thought to myself, you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen is when when these events start coming back, much like the UFC has just announced they're coming back, you're going to start to see everybody 
who hasn't toured in a year or two, every artist, every every band, every every you know musical act, every magician, every on a road show, every tent revival, whatever it is, everybody is going to want to go back on tour at the same time. Every circus, everything else, they're all going to want to go on tour at the same time. Why? Well, because a lot of them haven't been touring this past year. They already have tours that they've had to reschedule once or twice. You know, we've already had we had tickets to the Do Perfect Spectacular, which got canceled and pushed back to, I think, July. So they'll be I mean, you've got YouTube stars that are going out. There will be a venue deficit for the next three or four years. There are going to be people that want to go out and tour, that want to bring a show to town, that want to bring a rodeo, that want to bring whatever it is they're trying to do. But they're not going to be able to find a venue. Because everybody, usually an artist will tour and then take a couple years off and then tour again and take a couple years off, make an album, whatever. Then there are those events that come around every single year, like Monster Jam, for example, at the uh, at the uh, Everbank Field with the Monster Truck Show. Those are the annual events. You're going to have people fighting for spots because everybody who hasn't toured last year or the year before is going to be coming out and they're going to be fighting for that space. It's really going to be interesting to watch. And I think what Dana White's doing is is right on the money. He's he's staking his claim early on. He's going in before anyone else and he's saying we want to have these events. We're going to do it at 100 percent capacity. And he's going to get he's going to get the venues that he wants because he's going to be what I guess the guinea pig. But at the same time, he's the one coming forward and saying we're ready. We're ready to do this. You know, COVID's over, folks. We're ready to do this. Let's get back in the octagon. Very exciting stuff. 855-765-1045 is our number. Comedians, too. Oh, speaking of comedians, there. yes, comedians will want to go out. I'm sure Kevin Hart and Jerry Seinfeld and everyone else, they're just itching to get out. One guy who I know is going to start selling out arenas as soon as this whole thing is over is Bill Burr, who we talked about yesterday. Bill Burr. I, this is an update on it. There's an update on the Bill Burr story from yesterday. He, we talked about him at the Grammys. He was at the Grammy pre-show. And he made a joke that he was giving out Latino awards and he made a woke joke against woke women, which got him in hot water with the woke tweeters on Twitter. Uh, his joke, of course, was this, which is not. All right. Hey, how many uh, feminists are like going nuts? So how, why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff? Yeah, because every time he makes a woke joke, everybody goes up in arms and his and his value increases. He gets more fans. He gets more followers. He gets when you when your job is to anger people and those people get angered every time you do your job you're just becoming more prominent in fact bill burr will probably be one of the most famous and socially important comedians of our time because he continues to attack the woke folk and like idiots the woke folk attack him back thus fueling his fire and giving him ex giving him more and more and more ammunition to get up on stage and fire back at and of course more money in his pocket well what a lot of people don't know is that bill burr is married to a black woman his wife is a black actress her name is nia renee hill and he mentioned if you're a big fan of bill burr you know that he mentions in his act he talks about things she does which he doesn't understand and vice versa and and it's a well-known fact that bill burr bald white guy extraordinary curmudgeon uh you know socially incorrect or politically incorrect comedian extraordinaire is married to a black woman and so yesterday on twitter this guy named claiborne griffin while attacking bill burr for his remarks at the at the Grammy Awards while attacking Bill Burr for his woke jokes, he wrote on Twitter, while I'm not suggesting Bill Burr is a racist, 
a white man having a non-white wife can sometimes be a sign of racism. So, 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 so you're clear. Claiborne Griffin, who I assume is one of the wokest woke folk there is, is now saying not only is a white guy who refuses to marry a black woman or who's married to a white woman because that's what's socially acceptable, not only is that probably racist, but if you're a white man and you marry a non-white wife, that's a sign of racism. He goes on to say you shouldn't assume someone isn't racist just because they own a minority sex servant. They may very well have one because they're racist. This guy, Claiborne Griffin, has accused Bill Burr, who's married happily to a black actress, has accused him of, A, being a racist, has basically said he owns his wife and has labeled her as a minority sex servant. Well, as you can imagine, Nia Renee Hill was not very pleased with this, and she tweeted back. I, however cannot say a single word in her tweet because it would cost us our FCC license and we wouldn't be taking anyone's time slot. We'd be on the we'd be on the street corner uh, panhandling like the naked cowboy. 8557 I'm sorry, allegedly panhandling like the naked allegedly panhandling. 8557651045 is our number. Quick break. 8557651045. There's more woke news. Pepe Le Pew we have an update on him as well. He might be coming back. He and Bill Burr might have the biggest tour of the year. Uh, more on that coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Marquee Show. We'll be right back. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. We're. Uh, I mean, it's baffling to me. And I was looking at. I was looking at Josh and Hannah during the last break. Apparently, according to Clayburn Griffin, and if you follow him on Twitter, or if you want to check out his tweet, it's at Clayburn, C-L-A-Y-B-U-R-N, Clayburn. And according to Clayburn on Twitter, uh, Bill Burr may be a racist because he's married to a black woman, which I, I didn't I didn't understand that. I figured I figured if you were married to a black person, whether it's your husband or your wife or whatever, I figured if you were married to a black person, it's basically, you know, that absolves you. Of all rate, you you win when the the the, uh, the the blanket racist attacks, but apparently not. Claiborne Griffin says you shouldn't assume someone you should not assume someone isn't racist just because they own a minority sex servant. They may very well have one because they're racist. So I guess he's he's insinuating Bill Burr, white comedian, married to a black woman, is only married to her because he wants a a, a sex servant that he can that's subservient to him. I I guess this Claiborne guy isn't married. <laughs> Because in my house, that's not that's, that's not at all how if anyone's the servant, it's it's me is all I'm saying. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Hans is headed to Mississippi. Hi, Hans. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Mark? Really congratulations good. On your, congratulations on your uh, time slot and everything. And you hit it right this morning when you said no one can replace Russ. And, you know, he's been on there for 30-plus 30, 30 years, and I hope that your show will take off on Monday doing really well. And all we can ask out there, us listeners, is keep telling the truth, keep, it, keep the facts coming, and continue to have fun. I mean, it's uh, definitely bring some enthusiasm to the radio, and uh, hoping your staff is going to continue to well, listen. when uh, behind the scenes. 
Yeah, Hans, thank you so much. I really appreciate that, man. And, and like I said, that is if anyone says we're we're trying to be rushed, we're replacing, we're not at all. We no one's ever going to be able to do that. Um, all we're doing is uh, is we're doing our show. Um, that's always been. I mean, look, it's this show's always been inspired by 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 Rush Limbaugh and other broadcasters and truth tellers and conservatives like him. And that's all we're going to continue to do. Um, we're going to do it for a third hour. And while it's different and while it's us and me, well, at first you may think it's the, mo- the dumbest thing you've ever heard. Or while at first you may think this is a horrible this is a horrible alternative. Uh, you know, event- eventually, hopefully we can all realize that we feel the same way. We think the same way. We all love America. We all love conservative values. We all love, uh, you know, we all love to, 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 to have a good laugh. While we're doing it, we don't like this woke culture. We don't like what's happening to pop culture. We don't like how uh, super hypersensitive people are. We don't like what's going on with the media. We used to we we'd like to be able to trust the media. But since we can't, we need a place where we can go and get the real news. And and we're going to try to be like like that. That's the place we want to be. Just like Rush made uh, made that place the way for millions of people for 30 some odd years. Um, and again, like I'm talking, I'm a fan. So I know. I know how rush made people feel. I know what rush people, how rush people, uh, how rush made people, uh, you know, calm. He made he made you calm whenever there was a crisis, whenever something was going wrong. Most recently with this election, he was there to make you feel calm and make you realize that you didn't have anything to worry about. And here's how we get through it. And here's the light at the end of the tunnel. And here's how we work together to keep the American spirit alive. That's all we're going to do. We're going to do it in our own way, uh, but that's the same thing that we want to do, and we do that starting Monday at noon. 855-765-1045 is our number. Jim is in Buffalo, New York. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Jim, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, now I can hear you, man. Yeah, it sounded like you were underwater. What's up, man? What did you want to say today, Jim? Hey, I've got a question. I mean, you know, the way the law is, if, I gave my car keys to a drunk, and he killed somebody. I'm going to face penalties and possible manslaughter. Why hasn't Combo faced the same thing in regards to the nursing home? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because well, I mean, that's a great question. That's a great question. And I'm a little shocked that this guy's still in power in New York. I can't believe he hasn't. Uh, I, can, I believe that I can't believe he hasn't quit yet. I, I assume that day's coming. But you know, when you look at corruption in government, it's more than just one person. That requires a government to be corrupt. You can't just have one corrupt person. That's not how corruption works. Corruption works as a network. If somebody's going to trade favors, they need someone else to trade those favors with. If somebody's going to blackmail or hold something over your head or threaten, they need to blackmail or hold something over or threaten someone else. They, it can't just be a one-person job. So when you look at Cuomo and what's going on in New York, the reason he hasn't been impeached, the reason he's still in power, the reason he's still in the governor's mansion is because there are a lot of people that he's worked with over his lifetime that don't want him turning on them. Because, like I said, corruption, it ain't a one-man show. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Marques show on the way. Don't go anywhere. Everybody loves Marquee sometime. I'll take it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. Uh, real quick, before we get back, I want to get to this Pepe Le Pew story because it's very important. Oh, and it also 
I also have an update on uh, on that here in just a minute. But first, let's get to let's get to uh, Tina. Tina. Oh, Tina's got the Tina's got the radio. Larry, Tina, turn your radio down, and we'll get back to here. Uh, we'll get back to here in just a minute. This is uh, Terry in Jacksonville. Hi, Terry. How are you? I am very well, sir. God bless you. God Thank bless you, you too. Well, <laughs> me. You what? Uh, yeah, I wanted to thank you for what you do. Oh, thank. Oh, you're you're welcome, Terry. I'm I'm glad to do it. I'm glad to do it. What else did you want to say today? What's on your mind? Oh, dude, I got six six items here. But uh, number one would be that uh, President Trump. You know, you yeah. know, he was he was God made him president. Yeah. Okay? And two years before he became president, they started trying to impeach him. Yeah. And uh, for four years, instead of, this is my biggest pet peeve in the whole world, yeah. is why in the world were they trying to persecute him instead of some, doing something for the us, we the people of yeah. the United States? You know? Yeah, no, it, you, Terry, you're, and you're, you're 100% right about that. Uh, what, what they were trying to do was they were trying to get power back for themselves. And that's not why they were elected. They were not elected to go to Washington, D.C. and seize power from the president. They were elected to go and represent their constituents. But a lot of them believed that their constituents, that's what they wanted. And in some cases, that may be true. I mean, when you look at like Ilhan Omar and some of the um, some of the squad members who came to power in the midterms in 2018, they ran on the platform of we're we're going to impeach him. Remember Ilhan Omar, as soon as she won election, she said, or I'm sorry, it was Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib, as soon as she won real or won election the first time, she went to the bar in front of all of her staffers and she said, "Let's go impeach the mother father," because she knew that's the only reason people wanted her there. Yeah, why would that be our? That would why would that be something that the United States of America would want to do? It's, Wouldn't we want to help those people in Kentucky who have absolutely nothing? You yeah. know, why were we looking at that or, or infrastructure? They could have, we could go another Hoover Dam. Yeah, Terry, it, it's a great question. It's a really great question, and it's one that we constantly ask. Why is it that people in Washington seem to be doing things that they want done instead of doing things that we want done? The biggest is, yeah, I mean, look at this election reform bill that the, that the um, they want to federalize the election system and mandate that states send out mail-in ballots to everybody. That's not something that everybody in the state's worried about. Nobody wakes up every in the morning going, man. We got to elect somebody who's going to force my governor to send mail-in ballots to everybody, whether they want one or not. That's the biggest concern I have. It's not the biggest concern anybody has, unless you're a Democrat and you know that what's happening is states are looking at their election laws. States are are combing through their election laws right now, and states like Georgia and states like Texas and states like Florida are making sure there are no. There are no questions about mail-in voting, early voting. They're not going to make it easier for people to vote because when you make it easier for people to vote, it's easier for people to falsify votes and falsify elections. And it's and it could end up with the wrong person getting elected. So it's all their own best interests. That's why they're that's why they're trying to do these things. Um, and they're and they're trying to do it in a way that makes it look like they're helping. They they come up with these crazy phrases like I don't know if you heard the the latest. And and Terry, we appreciate uh, we really appreciate your call. Thanks so much. The latest phrase, which really it really kind of triggered me this morning, was the um what do they call it? Oh, they're they're decompressing 
this this situation at the border. There's a major crisis at the border. There's so many unaccompanied minors and illegal immigrants who are trying to force their way into the country because Joe Biden's president. And they know that Joe Biden is much different than Donald Trump. Donald Trump wanted to stop people from coming here illegally. If they came here illegally, he wanted to send them back from where they came from. Donald Trump went to Mexico and said, you guys got to help or else. And Mexico started to enforce their own immigration laws, which they hadn't done in a long time and which they currently aren't doing now because Donald Trump's no longer the president. Joe Biden stopped building the wall. Joe Biden said, hey, you know what we really need to work on? We need to work on a path. That these 11 million illegal immigrants and dreamers, we need to get them citizenship in eight years. Eight years because they broke the law. They're here illegally. We couldn't catch them. Let's reward them with American citizenship. And they believe, I think, that their constituents all want that to happen. That's why that's what they're working on. It's not true, though. Their constituents don't want that to happen. They want it to happen because they believe if they can hand citizenship to 11 million new Americans, those 11 million new Americans will just blindly vote for Democrat leaders in the future. Won't necessarily work that way, but that's why they think that that's why they think that way. That's why they're pushing it through. And so they're trying to make the situation at the border look a lot less horrible than it is. And one of the things they're doing is with the vocabulary that they use. So instead of instead of trying to fix the situation at the border, which is a humanitarian crisis, they're now sending 3000 3000 immigrant children to a convention center in Dallas, the K Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas. They're going to be sending immigrant children, illegal immigrant teenagers and and youngsters there And they're calling it a decompression center because rather than fixing the problem at the border, rather than stopping illegal immigration, rather than putting an end to the crisis, they don't want to do that. They want the situation to decompress. They're trying to relieve the pressure, which is weird. Because as I mean, think about the situation at the border like uh, like a bottle of tequila. Think about every illegal immigrant that comes through the border is a tequila shot. All right. You and I'm not using tequila because it's a racist thing because it's Mexico. Just I like tequila. So I'm thinking, you know, I can relate. I can relate to too much tequila is all I'm saying. Don't judge. So you, you take a lot of tequila shots. You take more than you can handle. What happens? You end up in the bathroom. You're hurling, you're vomiting, you're purging the tequila out of your body. Why? Because it feels like it's destroying you from the inside out. Same thing. Same thing. What they're doing, though, is if, if the Democrats walk into the bathroom after you've taken way many, way too many tequila shots, more than your body can handle, and you're now purging that tequila along with whatever else is in your stomach into the toilet, they're going to look at you and say, wow, uh, you're really decompressing a lot. And you're thinking to yourself, I ain't decompressing. I'm dying here. But it's all the way, you know, they feel that they can put a different spin on it, a different verbiage on it. It'll all be okay. Really, illegal immigration could destroy this country from the inside out. The Democrats don't want you to see that. They don't want you to see it as alcohol poisoning. They want you to see it as a little bit of stress. And all we need to do are light some candles and burn some sage and put on some pan flute music and just breathe out. And decompress. 855-765-1045. Uh, quick break. We'll get a couple more of your phone calls. An update on Pepe Le Pew uh, here in just a minute, too. And we've got a ton of mail for mail time today. It's the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. By the way, Mindy sent us balloons. How nice is that? Oh. Mindy sent us balloons. All the way oh. Yeah, all the way from uh, Kansas City. She said, "Congratulations." She's uh, she's been one of our, our like our longtime fans, and we really appreciate. Says, "Congrats!" And we're gonna put those in our new studio. Uh, well, I mean, they've probably. I'll be honest with you, they'll probably be on the ground, but it doesn't matter. We'll take a picture and we'll keep the picture on our phones so we can look at it whenever, whenever we're feeling down. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Lynn is in Reno, Nevada, and Lynn had a question. Thanks so much for calling, Lynn. What did you want to say today? Good morning from Reno, Nevada, Mark. How are you? I love. By the way, I love Nevada. It's one of my favorite states where you can gamble. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, just driving is a gamble, but you're correct. <laughs> uh, what do you want to say today, Lynn? You know, so one thing I keep hearing is about these 3,000 children who are in this descent- detention center who yeah. are unaccompanied, correct? My concern is, why are they not talking about who these kids are? Are these kids runaways? Are these kids orphans? Did their pa- parents just abandon them? I mean... How do we get 3,000 children? Yeah. Yeah, first of all, that's <laughs> that, a great question. Have the, have the guts. Have the guts to come across, you know, desert. Somebody say, is getting these. Yeah, hold on. We can't say that on the – we're still on the radio. It's not a podcast, so we can't, we can't say that word. But we, I understand your sentiment. I understand your passion and your anger. Uh, basically, here, it's a mixture of everything. Also, it's not a detention center, remember – in liberal speak, it's a decompression center. And this all goes back to the kids in cages. Uh, kids in cages worked when it was Donald Trump. When it was Joe Biden, kids in cages looked bad. The optics were bad. So they had to start calling them kids in containers. And then I guess they realized that still doesn't work. Plus, all the containers were filled with kids. Because not only was the immigration problem just as bad as it was prior to Donald Trump taking office, you know, back when Barack Obama ignored immigration and in a way actually kind of actually kind of uh, inspired more people to come illegally into this country. Uh, so now not only are the cages full, but when you have COVID-19 and they've got to have all these stringent guidelines, they need a bigger place. So they're moving them to Dallas. And instead of kids in cages, it's now a decompression center because that sounds much friendlier. Decompressing is a really good thing to do. But the fact of the matter is these are kids that may some of them may have been sent by their parents for a better life in America. Some of them may be unaccompanied because their parents sent them this way and said, go, go to America, get a job, send the money home, become a, a citizen any way you can, help your family. Others may have started the journey with a parent, but for whatever reason, maybe the parents eventually uh, got separated or got sick or died. I mean, you never know. It's a treacherous thing trying to sneak across the border into the United States. It could be that these these children are are here from, you know, are, are here as, as part of coyotes or or human trafficking could be an issue. It could also be. And one of the most likely scenarios is that these immigrants are coming with their children when they get to the border. They separate them. I mean, it's what happens. You can't have adults and children in the same detention facility. The adult detention facility is a much harsher, much colder place. There's many more people there. And And the child's facility, I mean, you just from a human rights standpoint, has to be different. Too many bad things could happen by putting everyone in the same in the same, you know, unit or area. And that's that's where you're getting all these children. Parents coming to the border, 
they get caught. They don't get through. The what, what people told them back home, what Barack Obama and Joe Biden promised them isn't happening. The reality is they're breaking the law and they have to be processed. And while they're waiting to be processed because there's so many people trying to come across, the children are separated. And now they're being moved all the way to Dallas. They're going to the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in, in Big D because they there's no more room at the border. You're actually separating the kids even farther away from their parents. It's a really interesting. Rather than saying go home, borders closed, um, they feel like this is the better the better scenario. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Nate in Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. What were you saying, Josh? No, no, hold up the number again. What are you looking at? I can't tell. You're What's happening? Wow. All right. Now he you I thought you were Okay. Nate, how are you, man? What's up? Okay, yep. great. I should have listened to whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's just take a break. 855-765. We got to work on our hand signals. We need to come up with some kind of like, you know, if we're going to use sign language, we need to actually know what the signs mean. No, put that finger down. I know what that means. 855-765-1045 is our number. Quick break. We got some mail time coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. So this is my audition for the new intro that's going to go along with your brand new time slot. Ready? <clears throat> Never been so addicted to a show between 12 and 3. Let me know if I get the part. I love it. Love it. And we're getting a ton of those, too. If you want to leave an open mic message that we can use with the new show when it starts in the new time slot next Monday, uh, leave us an open mic message now. Uh, just go to download our mobile app. 855 right, let me get to this story before we get to our mail time segment today because it goes along with the wokeness that we're seeing all like permeating across America. Bill uh, Bill Burr, for example, the comedian who has now been accused of being a racist because he married a black woman. Apparently that's now racist, too. So not marrying a black woman, marrying a black everything. I think if you're a white dude, you're just basically automatically racist until you can prove otherwise. Um, and and, and I'm, I'm sorry, but that's apparently at least in the woke side of, of American culture. Pepe Le Pew, who's both black and white. Is also a problem, though, not because of anything racial, but because you may have heard uh, Pepe Le Pew, according to a journalist, I want was it the New York Times? It may have been USA Today, some some leftist media organization. This guy wrote an editorial about how Pepe Le Pew, the skunk from from Looney Tunes, who chased the cat with the white stripe because she jumped up and he thought she was a skunk, but she was really just a black cat with a white stripe on her. Like chased her around, thought he was she was very attractive. Uh, apparently, those old-fashioned cartoons now promote rape culture, and so Pepe Le Pew is the latest to be canceled. And not only is he being canceled in popular culture, but apparently he won't appear in the next big Warner Brothers animated film, Space Jam, starring China's favorite basketball player, LeBron James. Pepe Le Pew, he was set to appear in the new Space Jam sequel. However, he will not be appearing. He's been cut from the entire project. Pepe Le Pew has been canceled from Space Jam, the next generation or whatever they're calling it, with LeBron James. And I have here an article from uh, Date from well, oh, Deadline. Uh, here's basically what happened. Pepe Le Pew. Oh, there we go. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew was uh, set to appear in a black-and-white Casablanca-like Rick's Cafe sequence. Pepe, playing a bartender, starts hitting a, on a woman at a bar played by actress Grease Santo. He begins kissing her arm, which she pulls back. 
Then slamming Pepe into the chair next to hers, she pours her drink on Pepe Le Pew and slaps him hard, ah! sending him spinning into Le Stool. Then he is stopped by Lebron James's hand. James and Bugs Bunny are looking for Lola and Pepe knows her whereabouts. Pepe then tells the guys Penelope Cat has filed a restraining order against him. <gasps> Sacre bleu! LeBron James makes a remark that Pepe can't grab other tunes without their consent. That was the whole scene. That was the whole scene. And apparently now that scene has been removed, even though LeBron James clearly says to Pepe Le Pew, you cannot grab other tunes, <laughs> which is not a euphemism, by the way. Uh, you cannot grab other tunes without their express consent and sends that kind of message. So Pepe Le Pew He's out. By the way, after reading this yesterday, I have to admit, the $209 Pepe Le Pew DVD, uh, which, uh, which was brilliantly titled The Best of the Best. Uh, How is that spelled? Uh, Z-E-E-B-E-S-T. <laughs> uh, I went ahead and I went ahead and I bought it for our museum. So that's on the way. We're going to go. I feel like we can expense it, though. I think we can. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. So we'll have that in our pet. Now the Pepe Le Pew cartoons, which have been canceled by the woke folk, uh, they're going to be they're going to find a place of honor in our Mark K show Museum of Wokeness and Cancel Culture alongside the Blu-ray DVD of Song of the South, the uh, copy of um, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street by Dr. Seuss. We're awaiting a bottle of Aunt Jemima syrup and yeah. some Uncle Ben's rice that I think people are sending us. Oh, maybe they're in the mailtime packages. That's possible. Maybe, you know what? Why don't we see? Why don't we see? Here we go. You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show Mail Time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. All right. Yeah, let's get to it because we have a, we got a lot of stuff today. We have a lot of stuff that we've got to plow through, so we're not gonna we're gonna waste no time. Hannah, are you ready to write things down? Because I we have am so ready. It's like another bachelorette party's worth of stuff, or not Ooh. bachelorette party. What am I thinking of? Baby shower. Baby shower. That comes after the bachelorette party, or sometimes it doesn't. I guess maybe sometimes the baby shower could come. You know, we're modern. I don't know. Anyway, here we go. Uh, this is to the Marque show from somebody. I Looks think like that's mine. you think this is yours? I think it's a sloth. Why do you think it's yours? It's mine. It's from Danae. It's a sloth. Yeah. Why is Danae sending you a sloth? We talked about sloths last week, and I was like, oh, I love sloths, because they have them in Roatan where we want to go on honeymoon. Oh, okay, all right. Well, there you go. There's thank your... you. Well, Thanks here, you, then you write your own... I know. Damn, thank you note. I'm not writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's your own... It's your own... Salty. Your own. Anyway, no, that's great. Danae, thank you so much for sending Thanks, something Danae. to somebody other than me. This next one is Sherry Porter. Oh, Sherry, that's for me. From... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. Um, oh, it's an orangutan. It's, a, yeah, it's an orangutan. Yeah, yeah we have um, a thing. She's from Orange Park, and I'm gonna slice that open and see okay, what's yeah. inside. It is. Look at this. It says hair today, gone tomorrow. We want you to have this so you don't have to borrow. Uh -oh. oh, it rhymes. Uh -oh. Hope you can join us for a fundraising meeting. We look forward to the great Mark K speaking. The Federated Republican Women of Clay want to invite you to come and play. Uh, by, <laughs> by headlining a fundraiser for us to have you wear the Trump wig is a plus. We raise money for Republicans we trust to support elections that are fair and just. To respond, call the number below because we all love the Mark K oh Show. Gosh. That's actually really great. That is, is so Sherry's great. last name Seuss? Look at that. And it's a, I believe this is a Donald Trump wig. Sure is that what is. we're thinking? Hang Do on. it. Yeah, he's I doing it. So <laughs> Either that or it's another sloth. Oh, How, that's incredible. Is this good? It's your natural hair color anyway, right? What do you, I, what do you, I, how do I look? Oh, I look great. 
You're killing it, bro. Sherry, thank you so much. Either that or a surfer. <laughs> thank you so much for the wig. I appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll talk to you. Somebody, somebody, right here. We'll see what her event is. Maybe we can go That's and so uh, and make an event. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Does uh, it look really the hippest radio shows? <laughs> host. Don't don't I look great? Oh, I just think you got a box color. Trump hair. Okay, here we go. This next one is from Sarah Burchette in DeGraff, Ohio. So far, everything we've gotten today has been covered in hair. This is oh look, a flag. It's another damn it doll. But it's an American flag one. It's a, hello, friends. I know someone already sent you a damn it doll, but I had already ordered yours. <laughs> now you have backups for when the other one is ripped to shreds. Plus, bonus, this patriotic doll doesn't have coffee spilled on it. <laughs> LOL. Look, Sarah, it's a patriot. This is a great one, too. We'll definitely put both That's to incredible. use. And, uh, and I like <laughs> Josh is still laughing at my hair. He, can't, he just can't get over it. That That's is a so. Really good that is so. You guys are so generous. Did you write down Sarah got us a I patriotic damn doll? All right. Next up is this is to the Mark K show from somebody. Somebody. Oh my God. It's two more damn it dolls. You're kidding me. <laughs> wow. You get the is, whole village. What is, what is happening? <laughs> I know. I feel like. I mean, do I, do I look like Jessica from Indio, California? Again, since you loved it so much, here's one for Hannah. And he won for Josh. That is so. One has a one's pink and one is green. Which one would you like, Hannah? Um, Hannah. Hannah. Which one? Pink one. There you go. Josh. (laughs) There you go. There's yours. That is so. You guys are everyone. This is so great. We're the angriest show in the entire world. Yeah. Are we? What What are we setting off here? Like I don't know, but I'm loving it. This is all right. So now we have. This is a big box. Mm. It says fragile. Fragile. Well, then be careful with and, that knife. Yeah, it says fragile, and it's from uh, it's from S K Hodge in Rockland, California. S K. All the S K Hodge from Rockland, California, came all the way from the bluest state in the. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's it, here. Is it this a is that's to you. Oh, nice. This is it's a bunch of it's like Easter treats or something. I love this. Cracker oh wow, bag. it's Easter candy, I think. Look at oh this. Oh, my gosh. They got me a ring box. It's an Easter basket with chocolate and all kinds of care. All this stuff that we can't eat because we're fasting. Yeah. But it look, and this says to, oh, this is yours, too. Oh, is this all for me? Wait, this is all for you. Oh, here. All right. Sort through that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. And then now we'll do, we may just have time for, we, we may just have time for one more yeah. here. This is Shane Snodgrass. Shane from Kale Cook, Iowa, sent us a package that is really heavy. Let me tear into this really quick. This is Mark, Hannah, and Josh. Sorry, your last Josh, but you do have gifts enclosed. Mixed pack from Kale Cook, Iowa. Love the show. Keep it up, Mark. Unless I missed it, I did not hear how the charity poker tournament turned out for you. I only assume you got check raised and busted out. <laughs> Hope not buddy got you and Josh a nice deck for the next time you have a chance to play. Enjoy the bacon ketchup. Ooh, what? Bacon Whoa. ketchup. Oh, check it out. Iowa Smokehouse all-natural bacon ketchup. Yeah. Heck, cool. yes. That sounds delicious. There's also all-natural barbecue sauce, sweet honey. Mm. And then there's also some more bacon ketchup because who can only do with one bottle? That's big awesome. Oh, and then look, here's some playing cards. The U.S. President's Poker Deck. This Ooh. is fantastic. Look at this. There's another one for Josh. Okay, there Thanks, you go. man. Did you just the window? <laughs> this is Hannah. This is for you. It's some kind of chameleon with a pen. That's kind. 
This is straight from Iowa. And this is an American flag paperweight for the team. I love this. This is, oh, wait, there's, oh, and another bottle of bacon ketchup. <laughs> so we don't have to fight over it. Yeah, we're, not, we're not fighting. Guys, thank you, everyone. Thank you so that much. That was so sweet. Thank you. We've got it. We have more packages. They're going to have to wait because we're running out of time. And my head is starting to really itch and get sweaty. So I have to take this wig off. But if you're ever interested in getting in touch with us. If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now. You hear? This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. By the way, during the break, we had to open up our last two packages in OMG. You want to talk about a treasure. First of all, an original Stretch Armstrong doll. It's doll awesome. Which uh, we got from Lisa, who said she had one during labor with her first child, which is a great thing to have. If your wife's going through labor, give them a Stretch Armstrong, fellas. Trust me, it'll help you out uh, immensely. And then Tanya got us all, look, she got us all flasks with our names oh. engraved on them. Or maybe they all say Mark. I don't know. Mine says Mark. I don't know what yours says. But the, and she sent a card. This is this is beautiful. What uh, clearly these people know that we have a lot of aggression and we like to drink. So <laughs> they got, she wrote, "Thank the you." Down. Uh, message on cover may appear smaller than actual. Tanya Stewart on Facebook. She sent really long uh, messages. That I'll read after the show. But Tanya, this is so generous and such a lovely gift. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to fill it, and mm. then I'm going to carry it around with me everywhere. So like whenever I whenever I feel like I need a drink, yeah, <laughs> I can just I can just do that. Uh, anyway, thank you very much. We really, we really appreciate that. All right, listen, uh, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, let's get to Roger, who's in Pennsylvania. He's been waiting very patiently. Roger, we got about 30 seconds. What's up, man? Hey, man, I just wanted to let you know that I think you should have a spot on the Patriot channel in Sirius, just like, uh, Mark Levine and Sonny and all them. Oh, the Patriot channel on Sirius. Yeah, oh, I that's... think you should have a spot on that. All right, well, I, well, listen, we appreciate that. We'll uh, we'll have some. Hannah, call Sirius and uh, and find out how we get on the Patriot Network. Yeah. You know what we are doing? We're starting our very own Patriot Network uh, of one station, and it's this one. <laughs> and it starts Monday from noon to 3 p.m. Everybody, thank you so much for the well wishes. Thank you for the balloons. Thank you for all the gifts. And most importantly, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for being part of the Marque Show. Tomorrow... It's all you. It's whatever you want Wednesday. If you want to tell us something, get on the open mics right now and definitely call us tomorrow at 10 a.m. This is the Marque Show. Stay tuned for traffic weather news. The best of the Rush Limbaugh Show next. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.